Molly Bonato and Jackie Burns ran Phil Murphy's re-election campaign for governor this year, and, and I'm, I'm thrilled to have them both on to to, to talk about about how more women running uh, campaigns in New Jersey. Molly, Jackie, welcome to the New Jersey Globe Power Hour. Hi, David. Hi, David. Hi. How are you? And, and uh, uh, this might be the shortest conversation the three of us have ever had because we're on the radio. So, so I, I remind you both, we are not, you know, we are on the record this time. Fair so, enough. We'll, so, we'll so, so you you two made some history this year. Phil Murphy was the first Democratic governor to win re-election in 44 years. Uh, uh, Molly and Jackie also made some other history. You first woman to ever run a winning gubernatorial race in New Jersey. Uh, Jackie, you and I are both history buffs. Do you know you know who the first woman to run a successful campaign statewide in New Jersey was? Oh, you're going to stump me up, David, at the I, opening. I know it's not. It's, I, I would say Maggie Moran, but am I am I wrong on that? You you are you are that one that one came a little bit short. Uh, Molly, do you know the answer? Yeah, it's actually Bill Bradley's campaign manager, oh, uh, Susan wow. Thomas. Wow. Okay. Nineteen seventy-eight. That was nineteen seventy-eight. That that's right. Uh, so, so the two of you started working together three years ago. Uh, Molly managed Mikey Sherrill's campaign for Congress. Uh, f- Jackie was the communications director. Jackie, tell me about that campaign. Uh, yeah, so I, in um, 2016, I was finishing up my master's degree. As David, as you know, I was uh, working at the Office of the Historian. I thought I was going to get my PhD and specialize in congressional history and after that election, I decided I couldn't uh, study Congress. I needed to actually get involved. And I read about Mikey and decided that's who I wanted to work for. Um, New Jersey at that point had only had six women ever uh, serve in Congress. Bonnie Watson Coleman was number six. Read about Mikey and wanted to come home to New Jersey. I'm from Westfield and uh, decided I was going to find any way to get involved and read about Molly and uh uh, you know, ingratiated myself into Molly's life uh, over a, a meeting at a diner. And she, I, don't, I guess I didn't scare her that much. And that was, Molly has been an incredible mentor to me, um, really taught me the ropes. And we worked in, with a lot of women on that race for an incredible woman candidate. And I never looked back from there. And that was a that was a flip of a seat that the Republicans had had for 34 years. So, so, and I'm speaking with Molly Bonato and Jackie Burns. They ran Phil Murphy's campaign for governor this year. Molly, it it seems to me, and, and we've all talked about this before, but there there's a shortage of women running campaigns at the at the very top level as campaign manager, and that that sort of that that's commensurate with with the uh, uh, the gender gap among men who serve in public office. Why is that? You know, actually, I was thinking a lot about, you know, this question, and and I think it's it's really, I think it just depends on the individuals who get involved and and why. And I think, you know, how I, you know, I think in terms of my own trajectory, I was reflecting on on stability and thinking through like how did I make this work for really almost what over thirteen years now. And so I try to think of all the, those reasons, but it's just like any other untraditional high demand job. I think people think a lot about like why they would do this and what it would mean and, and balancing priorities. And I'm actually really reminded of the article that General Mally Dillon, who was 
President Biden's campaign manager um, was a part of. I think it was. I think it was in Vogue. Jackie can remind me. But she talked about having two young kids and running the most important race in the entire country and just these difficulties. And so I, you know, I can't. I can only speak to my own, you know, experience. But I do think it is getting better because the opportunity that I had to do this basically comes on the shoulders of a lot of women who came before me. And so I think it is, um, the culture is changing. I think it's getting better. I think it's getting easier. I think more women and, you know, our campaign itself, which I think is something to tout with 61% women, um, Governor Murphy's campaign, that is. And I think it's, you're only going to see more women do this in the future because there's so many more women who are examples and who can be held up to see like you can have this path like this is possible and I think you know 10 years ago I'm not sure I totally understood how to get here but I've there's been so many incredible women before me in New Jersey and elsewhere that I think show that what the art of the possible is for women in this role and how how should women who are, who are listening to to this radio show, who younger women who want to be involved in politics, whether they're Democrats or Republicans or liberal or conservative, how did they how how, did, how should they go about getting involved in political campaigns? Well, I think <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'm giving it to Jackie. But I think to be fair, I got involved by volunteering. My first campaign was the Barack Obama presidential campaign in 08, and I actually started as a field volunteer in the Potomac primaries in, um, in Maryland, outside of Annapolis. It was close to where I had graduated from college. And, you know, I, I still have to show up. And that is one thing, you know, since 2013, which was my first race with John Zimmer, with Mikey in 2018, even with the governor, women have been leading the change in New Jersey from start to finish as long, at least through my experience. And I just think women have to one show up and I would say to get involved, start to volunteer or apply for jobs. Ask. And which I mean, actually Jackie's story about how to ask for a job is exactly what you have to do if you want to do this, because I think there are plenty of opportunities and she made a joke about, you know, meeting me in a diner, but she was persistent. She had folks call me. She emailed me. She showed up to a volunteer meeting. She said, we have to have lunch. Like, let me tell you why I, why I can help you, why I can help Mikey Sherrill and why I want to be a part of this. And she came with a social media plan and said, here's your Instagram following. And here's what I think you could be doing better. And she, over a Greek salad, showed me, you know, some deficiencies, I, I think, in the early campaign that, you know, I knew about, and it was interesting for someone who wasn't on the inside. Um, just, and I think that is my advice is show up and show value volunteer. And, you know, Jackie, I don't know if you have other things you want to add. Go ahead, Jackie. I want to, I want to hear your suggestions on how, how women can get more involved in political campaigns. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think Molly's right. I think that there's an incredible amount of talent on both sides of the aisle. I think we saw that in Absolutely. our campaign. The the, the women uh, who were staffers on our campaign are diverse and powerful and smart. And I think what Molly said about, uh, I think women sometimes wait to be asked to do things. So my own advice and what I did for myself was I didn't wait to be asked. I just kind of went in and said, this is what I think you need to be doing, and here's how I can, I, I think I can be helpful. And it, you don't need to be brash to do it, but coming in with a plan and showing your value and your ideas, 
I think that there are some there's incredible talent and creative people out there who maybe don't have uh, you know experience in it, but you have life experiences that will maybe make you think differently and bring a different perspective, and that is valuable to any organization. And I think that's something that you know was really prized through the governor's leadership mm-hmm. and through the first lady that really you know focused on that and bringing those voices in. So that's, I think that's my, and never be afraid to invite somebody to a diner. <laughs> and, it, and, and Jackie, it's, it's not just, it, it's, it's not just people who step up and run for office. It's, it's all of that support system from, from the top of the campaign, right down to the volunteers, isn't it? That's a hundred percent right. And having that culture, I think Molly really built that culture an open dialogue, open communication, and, you know, starting with the governor and the first lady, yeah. the lieutenant governor, all the way down, we really focused on that and, you know, making sure that people could be heard and we can build those structures. Um, and I think you see that with all the great things our junior staff is going on to do. It's really, it's really impressive and exciting. I think there's a really uh, talented crop of young operatives coming up in New Jersey, and it's exciting to watch. And, and I want to go off off page for a second, Molly. I mean, it, not you know one of one of the highest ranking men in your campaign was Jarrell Harvey, uh, and he is now the communications director for Kathy Hochul's campaign for governor of New York. Uh, that, that's 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 got to be an advantage for Governor Hochul. Jarrell's incredible, so I absolutely think he is uh, an advantage for uh, Governor Hochul. And, you know, same with uh, Miguel Arola, who was our research director. They both went on uh, across the river, and they're, they're incredible minds and incredible um, young, talented uh, men of color who are, are going to do incredible work for the governor, and I'm excited for them. So what do you do about, I mean, clearly there is a shortage of women as party leaders, as county chairs. Uh, what can women do to, uh, to to take control of political parties in New Jersey, Democrats and Republicans? I think Molly, why don't we start with you? Yeah, I think there's been a real growth uh, in that in that area. I think a lot of the, you know, I think of Arlene um Clintus Perez in Hunterdon County, you know, the grassroots movements that she's been building and she's a county chair. I think of the work Peg Schaefer's been doing as vice chair of the party. Um, Janice Mirnov, um, who balances Mercer County, is interested, I think, incredibly well between grassroots and establishment. Um, you know, and, you know, I think Amy DeGeese, I, I do think there, you know, I can't speak for the Republicans, so I won't, but I, I do think there is a change in New Jersey politics at that level and more women are getting involved. Dalia Valenda, who's the executive director of the state party, came from the grassroots, you, you know, before Congressman Freelingheisen. She was working at a bank before Rodney Freelingheisen tried to get her fired, right? Correct. I, you know, I was just about to tell that story. I, I, I think there are so many women, and these are just a handful, right? Yeah. And, you know, I think about the women who we've had the privilege of working with, you know, Marcia Marley um, comes to mind, who taught me an immeasurable amount between 2018 and even in 2021, who's been a credible grassroots leader on policy and organizing, you know, I, Hedy Rosenstein, who right. was on the campaign with us. Cannot forget Hedy. You cannot forget no, Hedy. And, God, and absolutely not, never. This, this time runs very, very quickly. I'll have to, I want to have you both back soon. But Molly Bonato, Jackie uh, Burns, uh, key figures as the leaders of Phil Murphy's reelection campaign, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, David. Thank you. And and everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, This is David Wildson. I'm the editor of the New Jersey Globe, and you have been listening to the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC.